Hey everyone, Al here. Before we begin tonight's special episode, I'd like to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Diabolical Coffee. It's devilishly good coffee and diabolically awesome swag. There's a roast for all tastes. You can order whole bean, coarse and standard grind, espresso. There's even a K-cup option for single cup brewers. And right now you can use a promo code PROTOSTAND for 20% off anything in the store. That's 20% off all coffee and merch. Thank you, Diabolical Coffee and Eric for your support. Now, here's our chat with Max Buffard. That fresh produce stand there, that's a beauty. What do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and Torrance podcast. The produce stand. Ah, fucking sexy. It's Monday and we are hanging out at the produce stand. Podcast covering everything in the universe. I know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts about Kenny out there, but this one is about to have a stick with one of Shorzy's sluts. I'm Al, your host, and uh, she's not joining me in the room because she's on a meeting. She'll hopefully join me in a, uh, join us in a few minutes. Uh, is the lovely Tanya, and online we have Squirrely Matt and another one who's on a meeting because we're recording this during work hours. <laughs> Victor will be joining us in a few minutes as well. But also joining us this week, he is a former goaltender in the Northern Ontario Junior Hockey League. He's a member of a, a various production crews, including the award-winning 2020 film Anything for Jackson and TV series Northern Rescue and Hard Rock Medical. But we know and love him as JJ. Frankie JJ on both Letter Kenny and Shorzy, please join me in making some noise for Max Buffard. Wondrous. Oh my god. I regret nothing. Welcome to the Produce Stand Max. Hey, thanks for having me. Now, right off the bat, I'm freaking out because there's not a hint of a French accent on you. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with that? Secret. <laughs> What's the secret? Um, nothing's really up with it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I grew up, uh, full name is Maxim. Okay. Uh, so I am French. My father's French. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to French school. Oh. Just, uh, you know, I guess I spend most of my time speaking in English, so I don't really have too, too heavy of an accent. That's amazing. Uh, so where, where are you speaking to us from right now? From Serbia at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is your home. Is that where you grew up? Yep. Born and raised. Very good. Um, and you're, but you're about to head uh, up down to down uh, up. Yes. Down to Toronto <laughs> uh, for some work soon. Yes. Yeah. We're uh, pretty quiet right now until uh, the new year mm-hmm. because of holidays and everybody goes on hiatus and whatnot. So, you know, you can leave your, decrepit film family and go spend time with your real families very cool very cool now uh we just had a, a bunch of listeners up in shorzy uh, a weekend ago uh for the shorzy night at uh, the sudbury wolves game uh they seem to have had a lot of fun meeting you in person yeah yeah it was uh it was a great time it was uh, pretty cool to meet everybody hearing how everybody came from so far and so wide to come to little Sudbury, Ontario for a little Shorzy night. It's mm-hmm. pretty neat. Yeah. They, they had, a, they got a kick of me with meeting you for sure. Uh, I mean, we'll get to all of that stuff in a second, but let's learn a little bit more about your background. So you were a goalie in uh, the uh, Northern Ontario junior hockey league. Is that kind of, when did like, when did you stop with the hockey? Um, I stopped probably would have been about uh i think i was 19 mm-hmm. i wasn't always a goalie uh okay. only became a goalie after uh, what was it major adam i had a subdural hematoma and had to uh, oh. go get brain surgery so i wasn't allowed to uh, play contact sports anymore oh really and obviously as a 10 year old it's kind of a, a crushing blow because you know every canadian kid wants to yeah uh, play some serious hockey so i had to change my shin pads for goalie pads mm-hmm. and uh you know and it still worked out in the end and it was that early on like though you were 10 years old when when that happened yeah yeah i was 10 years old uh when uh when we had when i had the surgery wow um but so you were a goalie and i mean you're you're on the like uh what's it called the the prospects like stat sites and stuff like that so did you have designs yeah. uh, of going pro or was it just you got as far as you, you thought you could go um no, I got to a point where I didn't really want to pursue hockey as a career mm-hmm. um, because, you know, uh, the game of hockey is a beautiful thing, but the business of it's quite ugly. Right. And, um, yeah, I just got to a point where, 
you know, I couldn't see myself doing it uh, seven days a week right. <laughs> for the rest of my life. I had opportunities. Um, I was scouted by the Tampa Bay Lightning and the New York Islanders oh, good. at a couple wow. of these prospect tournaments. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, just kind of walked away from it after playing my second year of junior. And then uh, after sitting around for a year at home, kind of doing odd jobs and whatnot, I decided I missed hockey. And uh, because I hadn't had any head complications from uh, the brain surgery, I decided I'd try out and I made a junior team as a forward. <laughs> oh, okay. So this yeah, is- so my last year of junior, I played played out. Oh, I was. It's going to kind of kind of cover my next question because on Shorzy, you or and Letterkenny, you don't play goalie. You play a forward, an elite yep. scoring forward. How did you get a kick out of that? <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty funny. Yeah, um, was it tough to leave the game, or were you ready? Um, you know, you can always look back on certain things and say shoulda, coulda, woulda, mm. but um, yeah, I stick by my guns to the decision that I made at the time. Uh, in my life, I felt like it was a good one. And, you know, uh, now people watch me play fake hockey on TV. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you, <laughs> it kind of all worked out. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever dream? So, oh, go ahead, Matt. Yeah. I was saying, so fake. So really quick side one, uh, missing tooth real or fake. <laughs> my mom told me if I had a good tooth pulled, like Jared did, she would kick my ass. So <laughs> my my broken tooth is fake oh wow that they make me wear so so the broken tooth is actually the length of all my regular teeth and they just kind of extended all the other ones oh wow smart much like your mirrors right much like your uh, your accent it's all a lie yeah (laughs) well that that totally crushes my follow-up questions would be how but i guess there we know yeah very good. So after hockey, then what did you do? Were you, did you go straight into television and, and film production or? Oh God, no, no. Um, geez, I bounced around all over the place. Yeah. You know, one of the rules in, uh, at the house was if you weren't uh, in school, you were paying your way, mm-hmm. working, getting a job and whatnot. So geez, my first job out of high school was a, a masonry laborer for my dad's buddy. And uh, I still have not worked as hard for as little money as I did for those, uh, first, like, well, my first real job experience was pretty nuts. And then from there, I just kind of bounced around, uh, did a lot of construction stuff. Uh, geez, worked, uh, Cal tire, worked on transport trucks, uh, changing tires, loaders on mine sites. Mm -hmm. From there, I went out West and worked on the oil rigs for a bit and, uh, came home in 2014 before right before oil tanked <laughs> so to speak and uh so to, yeah so to speak funny and then uh one of my buddies asked uh for me to come give him a hand on a film set because uh they were basically just pulling people off the street because they needed technicians and well i've been doing it ever since oh nice cool. and is that i mean does that have to do with like i know sudbury is growing in popularity as a as a film hub um was that sort of i guess in the early days of that yeah, yeah, it was in the early days of that, and when we were, we had a couple of big shows. Actually, it was um, well, it was another Mark Montefiore show. It was a uh, uh, Bad Blood season one was my first first technician gig. Hmm. I was going to say you need to update your IMDb because uh, uh, <laughs> the credits that I pulled from there were, were there were only three, and I know that you you're working on more than the, just the three. Yeah, it's it's definitely on the list of things to do. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you, uh, you that, that was your first gig then in television and, and, and film was uh, Bad Blood. When would that have been? Oh, geez, it would have been 2014 or 2015. Okay, so you've been uh, at it for about eight years then? Yeah, seven, seven, maybe going on eight. Very cool. Uh, do you, I mean, before we, we leave hockey altogether, I mean, we'll get to back to it with Shorzy and stuff. Did you ever see maybe hockey back in your future, like as a coach or, or any, any other capacity like that? Or are you, do you think you're out of the game? For, for uh, no, I don't think I'm out of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't have any kids, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, my, I was very fortunate to have my dad always in the picture. Well, both parents, obviously, but uh, my dad was always a coach of mine and we've, we've built quite a, a, a relationship, you know, spending all the time and, Geez, we've probably driven through three trucks and a million kilometers together. Wow. 
That's so cool. yeah, I don't think I don't think it's totally out of the uh, realm of possibilities to want to get into coaching, but not uh, not yet, anyways. At the very least, for your own kids, you'd 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 love to coach. Yeah, one day. <laughs> one day. <laughs> very good. So, how did you get uh, involved with Letter Kenny then? Um, there was an open call for background. And uh, my friend Ashley uh, is still the uh, casting uh, agent for the show. Okay. And uh, yeah, I came out for season one, uh, episode two, like I said, the super soft birthday party. You know, it's Me funny because I, I pointed you out. Yes, you were one of <laughs> Joint Boy's uh, cousins or, or whatever in, yeah. in the super soft birthday. Yep. Very cool. Uh, so, so you didn't come on as a tech or anything of that nature. Just an, like no. a background extra at that time. Yeah, at that time it was it was yeah just a background, and then from there I did like, oh man, almost every almost every season until the the last until current as a technician. Right. So they looked at you and said, awesome. "Oh, that were, you did a great job there, but you also look like you can hold that uh, <laughs> that lighting rig." over your shoulders longer than anybody else. So, so would you mind doing that? Yeah. Something like that for sure. It's amazing. So then, I mean, at what point through this process, I know it's like in the later seasons did Jared or whoever tap you and go, Hey, Max, we got something else for you. And then they well, bring you into the screen. That's, that's honestly basically how it went. Um, <laughs> I, it was, Oh man, I think it was like season three, ish we organized a production game of letter kenny versus like william f white's oh the rental house company and so they had sent their team up from toronto but we were sitting there and i heard about this game and nobody had talked to me about it yet and you know i was fairly new to the crew did they know that you had the hockey background no okay no they didn't and i pulled this is like a quiet audition right (laughs) yeah more or less more or less um so I pulled Jared aside and I was like, Hey man, I was like, how come you guys didn't ask me to play on the team? And he's like, well, you could play hockey. I said, absolutely. Um, and so he's like, Oh yeah. Okay. So the, I guess the rest is history. And I guess, uh, you know, he came up to me. I don't remember before which season of letter candy that we were filming, but he's like, I got, I got a role for you if you want it. And I mean, you know, when, when Kiso comes knocking, what else are you going to say? Except oh, yes, absolutely. He's, well, he's the man. You must've really <laughs> impressed them during that game. Well, the yeah, uh, but and the funny thing is, uh, well, uh, the flick pass that we do in Shorzy was mm-hmm. something that I did to Jared during our Whites game. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've got yeah, lots to talk about that that pass, that whole scene. I love, I love, love, love that scene, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's so well shot too. But uh, that, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, I mean, j- I mean, Jared must have just looked at you, said, like, look at the size of this guy, and I'm I'm going to assume <laughs> you're you're a pretty good skater then as well, uh, and he must have just thought, wow, this is perfect, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've I've shrunk a little bit over the years compared to when he first uh, would have met me, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, on skates I'm about six foot eight and three hundred twenty five pounds, so. <laughs> Yeah, that's, yeah, that that fits the bill. That's a lot. <laughs> now, uh, I mean, when he came to you and said, "Okay, I wrote this uh, character for you for this season," uh, did you know was it going to be a returning character, or was it just going to be for that season? And then the feedback was such that, "Oh, we're bringing you back again for the last season because now we've got this other show that we want you on." Like, um. Well, I think it was always in his plan. Uh, to bring me along because really uh, myself and Terry Ryan mm-hmm. are the only two people that come over from Letterkenny into yeah. the Shorzy world right um, from from that senior men's hockey tournament yeah and uh, he's Jared's been talking about Shorzy for years mm. he's been okay. I know he's been secretly putting away at it trying to you know turning it into what it is and uh, yeah he had mentioned it quite uh, I guess a couple of years ago now sure yeah. and I love I mean your was it your first episode was that senior men's hockey league there one and when you read the script or were told it was going to happen what was your reaction when you told that you were gonna get Bobby Clark in that <laughs> that opening it was I laughed um it was <laughs> it was so it was so funny and originally um because Jared's left-handed and we lined up together on the draw he was originally just supposed to kind of pull back and chop from there but we decided that it, it wasn't enough 
and uh he's got to spin around <laughs> yeah he did the spin around but oh, man. unfortunately because we only uh thought about him doing chopping the one leg we had only padded up the one leg and oh, when no. he did the spin he reached a lot <laughs> further around <laughs> And, uh, oh, yeah, I had a bruise from oh, the back of my knee down to my ankle <laughs> that could Damn. hold, that could hold, I could hold color with the sock. Wow. <laughs> oh, shit. So he basically owed you a recurring roll after <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <one. laughs> something like that. <laughs> yeah, something well like that. Um, and I would have done amazing. it again. I would have done it again, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, for what it's led to, right? Now, um, so early on, you knew you were going to be involved in, in Shorzy then? Like when, when he announced, okay, we're doing this spinoff, was it like, Max, you're you're obviously, you know, yeah, good because you're going yeah, kind yeah. of thing? <laughs> yeah, more or less. Yeah, good because yeah. you're going for sure. Uh, so which which of the sluts is the best hockey player? Between Ooh. you, Terry Ryan, Dolo, and and uh, uh, oh, um, and Goody. <laughs> um. I mean, you got to give it to TR because, you know, he did get drafted and he did play in the NHL. So, Mm -hmm. I mean. Okay. I mean, that's fair. That's fair enough. That's, that's a good, uh, a good uh, political (laughs) answer. But when you guys get on the ice, does it get competitive? Like, do you guys start like messing around or. Um, Terry, Terry is uh, super serious. You know, the guy plays hockey still every day. Mm-hmm. I, I swear to God, I don't see a story on Terry's no. Instagram where he's not doesn't have his cell phone on the bench. Oh, believe me, I, I know how busy Terry is. We've been in talks since the summer <laughs> to try yeah. to get him on. <laughs> he's 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 hilarious, mm-hmm. and and it does get uh, <clears throat> and it does get uh, somewhat competitive. I mean, we had I don't know if you know about the fish story. No, please share. Oh, well, we're about to. <laughs> so, um, well. F- the fish that plays fish is oh, right. we call them fish yeah. fish 2.0 mm-hmm. because the first fish that came out because uh, we were doing some skating before we even went into production mm-hmm. uh, it within 10 minutes of him coming on the ice everybody knew that this guy wasn't going to cut it oh and T- terry and 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 john morasti just rode the hell out of him and then and then we had to <laughs> find a replacement fish so we got fish 2.0 right and, now what uh, was, was, was the original <laughs> fish uh hockey player first actor second or actor first like i i, I i'm not 100 percent sure i didn't mm-hmm. even get a chance to really get to know him oh okay but the new fish was, or, uh, or the the current fish he's uh he's a former player right yeah yeah he's a hockey player he played hockey in uh france right for a bit yeah, he looks like it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very good. Um, <clears throat> I I think it was when we were talking to to Billy. Was it Billy Matt who said that they didn't allow any pucks on the ice when when you get because or else you guys would <laughs> like. Oh yeah, there that. was. He said there was some control there because we, yeah. we asked the same kind of question. Did you guys get competitive and play around a bit? And you know, Billy said no. Everyone's pretty serious, and you know, we kept we kept what we need to get done for the most part, but. Yeah. Uh, but he, I, I have to believe there's some between the <laughs> between the scenes action happening there. <laughs> well, the problem is when you have like a you know three hundred thousand dollar camera set up on the ice, you don't right. really want uh, hockey pucks near it. Sure, and so fair enough. Yeah. So we, usually the first ads uh, babysitting, keeping the kids in line, we'll call it. Mm-hmm. And so because- on that, and that note, was there, was there ever any um, without the cameras there scrimmage amongst you guys just to get a feel for each other on the ice? Uh, no, we had, um, geez, uh, Jared and I had two ice times the week before prep because I was fresh out of the hospital with a week long battle with COVID. Oh, um, okay. yeah. And then we had a week of practicing some stuff together prior to beginning, uh, principal photography. Now, uh, so you, you had about eight years of, uh, you know, being on a crew under your belt. Had you ever worked on hockey scenes before, Shorzy? Yeah, I worked on a French hockey show called Les Bleus de Rainville, oh. or Rainville, something like that. Okay. And, uh, but even that, I was uh, like a BG, special BG player. 
All right. Not really didn't didn't really work as a as a technician. Well, the reason I'm asking is, and when we had Billy on, I I, I had a lot to say about this. Like the the hockey scenes in Shorzy are I love them, and and of course it's the brilliance of uh, uh, you know of choosing hockey players first and actors second that you yeah. guys are you you can do like you know wide angle shots because you guys can all skate. You you, know, you guys can all you know uh, shoot properly and you know you don't have to like be close up because you're an actor first right and that scene yeah. that you're talking about with the saucer pass and just ha- be- before that shorzy uh drawing up the scene and then seeing it like happen exactly the way he described it i mean i i've seen a lot of hockey movies and usually it's frantic cutting and, and a lot of you know close up of the feet of the skates and of the puck because once again these are actors they're not players and yeah. there's a lot of confusion but that's on purpose to make it look more frantic and more fast paced, but really you're not, what you're watching isn't anything related to the, the sport. You know what I mean? Whereas the way yeah. Shorzy's shooting their hockey, because you guys are all players, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's, I mean, that's all I can say. Yeah. It's, it's, it's relatively, yeah. Relatively seamless. And, and I, I'm not going to lie. A lot of those shots, a lot of the hockey shots were a one and done. I'm, <laughs> the first. Well, that's what, uh, what amazed me. Cause when we were talking to Billy he said, how long did it take to set up that, scene that specific scene and he's like oh i think we did it knocked it out in like a half an hour or whatever like yeah i couldn't believe it yeah they went by pretty quick yeah i remember on like one of the goals one of the goals that i got where i come cutting across the blue line they gave it to me the first time i went down i i hit the crossbar and went bar down as hard as i could and i kind of just laughed because i was like (laughs) i cannot do it better than i just did it so right (laughs) moving on checking that And That's amazing. When yeah, you, you've already got the skill. Yeah. And we, when you receive the pass, you bring it between your legs. Was that on purpose or was the pass behind you and you had to do that? Like the, the pass was a little bit behind me and I had to pull it to stay on side. Wow. I mean, well, well done. Thanks. <laughs> Continues to, to prove your point out. Like when you bring people already well, have yeah. the talent in that skill, it's the yeah. acting is the after thing and it's Look, great. But yeah, it's, Paul Newman like was on slap shot. looks so authentic. Yeah. Paul Newman was on Slapshot, and he's a great actor and all, but he wouldn't be able to do what Max Buffard did in that fucking scene. <laughs> no. Without I mean, endless takes and probably an accidental No, uh, yeah, moment. you'd be cutting away yeah. to, to a double doing it, you know, and it would jo- be showing him from the knees down. So, no, like, yeah. props to you, man. That's that's amazing. Um, <laughs> that's great. So we've got a bunch of, uh, like I said, uh, listener questions. I mean, before we get to that, we've, we, we touched on it a bit at – at the beginning, but last week the Sudbury Wolves hosted a, sh- a special Shorzy night, uh, and it was all to raise money for was it Neo Kids? I believe is the the yep. charity, um, and uh, it was you know a celebration of Shorzy, and and you were there to drop the puck, and and the the the, t- the Wolves were wearing the Blueberry Bulldog sweaters, and they were selling merchandise, and they were selling puppers. I mean, it looked like an amazing celebration of of Letterkenny and Shorzy, uh, so. Uh, talk about that a bit like you, you know your experience with that night being from Sudbury oh. yourself man it was it was truly an honor quite humbling to see uh, all the support and all the people come out you know like you said it was for neo kids it was mm-hmm. a good cause um yeah like i said it was it was just truly a humbling and uh great experience mm-hmm. and you said that uh, the the barn was was pretty jumping and uh it was it was sold out. I know uh, the day of. I think there was standing room and single tickets only. And by the time uh, by the time game time rolled around, I'm pretty sure that everybody was sold out. Yeah, it's amazing. Did Did you spend any time with any of the players? Like from their perspective, were any of them trying to live the role in those jerseys? No, no, <laughs> I, I didn't spend I didn't spend any time with the kids beforehand. <laughs> I mean, one of the things, and like, I mean, no secret, some of our listeners came up from various parts of the U.S. Uh, for this night, and it's funny how it all kind of started. They when when the Sudbury Wolves uh, announced the game, um, a couple of them just bought tickets on a whim. They had no designs on coming or anything. They're just, oh, we're just going to buy tickets and be supportive of the team. And then that turned into, oh, well, why don't we come up? We can, you know, fly into Buffalo and drive up from Buffalo or whatever. So uh, I think the, to- the, the the final total was seven of our listeners and, and then one who lives in in, uh, in Sudbury joined them. Uh, and they had a great time. But what I found amusing and what they found amusing is when they were up there telling 
all the locals, all where they came from, and that those people who were actually surprised that um, people were coming this far for that show. And I'm wondering, is it just that under the radar in Sudbury, what the impact that, you know, Letterkenny and, and Shorzy are, are making for Sudbury as like a, a known city now, like a destination almost that people want to go visit? Um, I, I guess because it's shot here, you know, um, it's not, uh, it doesn't register uh, as much as it does globally or internationally um, for everybody else. But, um, you know, it's funny that you say that my mom's friend was checking into her hotel in Australia wow. and the guy checking her into the, into the hotel said, oh man, you're from Sudbury. Right. He's like, I love Shorzy and Letterkenny. And it's like, holy. <laughs> that's amazing. Like, that's crazy. must have met Jack. <laughs> must have met yeah, <laughs> Melbourne Jack. Well, yeah. And then, and then my mom's friend was like, oh, you think that's cool? She's like, JJ Frankie, JJ's mom is, is my it's my good friend and you know the guy just loses it i'm like that's half a world away i know well that's but that's the reach that these shows have now and that's why they're putting sudbury on the map and it's funny that the locals don't don't seem to grasp that or maybe they just don't or maybe just cool not to care why that or it's just because there's really not that much going on up here Well, I mean, I beg to differ. We we had a lot of fun when we were there in September. Uh, my wife, uh, Tanya, just joined us, by the way. Say hi, Tan. Hello. <laughs> hi. How are you? Um, uh, Good. How are you? Good. <laughs> and I don't know if you've seen the video I posted, uh, Max, to to, uh, to Instagram. But, yeah, we had a great time there. And Sudbury has a lot to offer, really. Um, so it's, it's great that you guys are raising the profile and that you're making people wonder, oh, whether we should go. Uh, you know, visit or not. I feel like I've said this on, on, on Twitter, a uh, new metric media needs to, to organize like a, a con, like a, uh, litter. Can- well, <laughs> I, I don't want to call it the Yukon, the universe. Right. But, uh, whatever, like get, get, uh, something happening there at the Colson or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, that, that'd be great. <laughs> um, all right. We have some listener questions, so, uh, bear with me here. Cause some of these will, uh, you know, be from from your fans so for the first one here's from our friend uh aaron and she asked well what i just kind of asked but how did it feel to have so much attention slash love at the wolves game oh it was great like i said it was uh it was humbling it was uh, a great honor it was all the things that you could feel mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh i should ask this question here when it comes to eating a stick bowl or no bowl Well, I'm a fast eater, so no bowl. <laughs> that's that's a, the only answer. That's Max. the right answer. The only yes. answer. <laughs> Daniel will, will uh, disagree, but that is the only answer. There are be- there's nuts everywhere. It's just fact. It's it's not even. Well, because there's actually, here's a fun fact. Mm. Um, there were no nuts on the sticks that we had. They oh. were toffee pieces. Oh, actually, yeah. that sounds delicious. Yeah, no lies. yeah, they're because they're from they were from Chapman's. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. <clears throat> Did Chapman's have any idea that uh, that you guys were bringing this kind of attention to them before last weekend? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Next question here from Tobias: What are the differences on the sets of Letter Kenny and Shorzy? Uh, first of all, is it basically the same crew on both shows? It's yeah. Yeah, more or less. There's a couple small changes between some people, but uh, yeah, it's it's a family. Mm-hmm. It's been a family since season one. So, other than the actors, what would be the biggest difference between the two sets? Hmm. <laughs> I mean, Maybe. probably the fact that it revolves more around hockey than sure. chorin. Yeah. Now, uh, I know that <laughs> short, I like that answer. Yeah. I know Letter Kenny's more kind of like uh, um, skits or whatever. Like, it's not a run on story. Each episode kind of has, you know, it's kind of um, little sketches. Uh, and yeah. and Shorzy's more of a run on story. And I know, and I've heard how frantic like the pace is shooting Letter Kenny. Is it the same in Shorzy? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's basically the same. It's, it's pretty crazy. You know, I work on a lot of, uh, work on a lot of other things and we'll do like six pages of dialogue in like a 14 hour day on a, on a, some shows and we'll, we'll be done a nine hour day and 24 pages of dialogue on letter. Wow. That's crazy. Oh yeah. And I mean, uh, with mostly on like 
with a few exceptions, a lot of new actors, right? And a lot of people who are new to acting. Yeah. Yes. In Shorzy, we were all, yeah, like you said, hockey players pretending to be actors. <laughs> and, uh, you know, all of us are quite, quite green. Right. Who, who would you say has, has had the most difficult transition uh, between, like the sluts, for example? Would it be Dolo, you, uh, Goody? Um, that's a tough one. Yeah. That's a tough one because Dolo gets to play himself. So it's not really <laughs> it's true, much true. change, which is pretty cool. And Terry is Terry. Yeah. You know, yeah. Whether, <laughs> like everybody yeah. is just really themselves. All right. Well, so it was very, it was easy in that sense. They're like, just come on and be you. And here's some lines you have to read. Yeah, more or less. <laughs> so really you were the more one with less. the biggest challenge because you had to completely reinvent you. Well, except he didn't have, yeah, he didn't in, have many in, lines in, in very few words. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everything was in French too. Um, and one last one from Tobias here. How does it feel to be the most desired man in Quebec? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Dolo might be upset about that one. Oh. <laughs> um, you know, my back's pretty sore, but it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty all right. Well played. Yeah. You're giving some, uh, some, uh, you know, pretty fine starlets to, to star across on that show. Yeah. So let's expand a bit on that mm-hmm. one. So like, I mean, yeah, you're, you're, you're from Sudbury. You're not from Quebec. Have mm-hmm. you ever lived in Quebec? Nope. No. So you've, nope. you've given all these storylines and, and, and beliefs and this like Quebec never forgets thing. Were you, you know, your character could relate to it, but you personally can't relate to a lot of the things that are being thrown at you from that perspective. Right. Um, Yes and no. I mean, you know, my, my, like I said, my dad's French and my grandparents are French on his side. And so yeah. I can, I, I can definitely relate. Okay. And how did you feel when, when you saw all the lines where you are, like Allard said, uh, you being, you're hooking up with the best of the best that Quebec has to offer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or we'll, we'll skip that well, question right away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get the man in trouble. What you guys do? How do you answer that? Sound pompous. I know. I know. (laughs) Sorry, we'll move on. We'll (laughs) fair enough. Uh, Let's see here. Come hang out for a weekend, and you'll see how I can relate. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Hey, I'll take you up on that. uh, Joey here wanted to know: Did you have a previous understanding of the universe's reach in the U.S.? Uh, Yeah, I mean, you've kind of touched that on a bit, but were you surprised? I was blown away. Yeah. yeah, I was blown away with the uh, the amount of uh, waves that Shorzy made, mm-hmm. and I still and I think that uh, we're still kind of you know especially for me um, you know first time really being a, a main character in anything, um, but you know, at the end of the day I'm I feel like I'm still just a guy, mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's all this extra all this extra stuff that uh, yeah that's hard to grasp for sure. Mm-hmm. Casey wants to know how is playing hockey different when there are cameras? <laughs> um, I guess there's no, there isn't somebody trying to take the puck off of you or take your head off, right? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know the true. play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. It's, yeah. You know the play. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joey asks sushi Mackie or assorted tempura. <laughs> sushi oh there you go uh he he uh, has a, some follow-up questions doghouse or townhouse oh uh i mean doghouse for wings townhouse for a burger oh there you go see our, our our listeners spent a lot of time at the townhouse while they were up there last weekend yeah i saw them <laughs> that's right uh, I, went, oh, I went there after the game yeah this one might get you in trouble colson's or peppy panini uh, peppy lounge Oh, Peppy. Oh, there you go. It won't get you in trouble at all. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, we uh, we had the pit, uh, yeah the pitter patty pan- pitter patter panini. That's mm. a there you go. and uh, it was delicious. Yeah, they are quite good. Jay Jay and his wife really know how to throw down in the kitchen and make some pretty bomb ass paninis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, is that your favorite item on the menu there, or is there something else that you get when you go? I always like the. Uh, uh, Philly cheesesteak mm. or Zia Zinger because I used to work at SRO, which is now closed, but it was a bar beside Pepe's. So okay. 
we used to go there as a bouncer. So I used to go there at the end of the night and get some sandwiches before going home. Very good. Mm-hmm. You were a bouncer. Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your favorite thing about Sudbury? That's from Casey. It's home. Mm-hmm. You know, the people are nice uh, and it's just, it's home. Have you had any comments? I'll expand a bit on that. I mean, we talked about in our show about Shorzy really being almost like a love letter to Sudbury, mm-hmm. right? And a lot of shows, they never really call out the town they're in, unless it's like a New York or an LA or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, but it was no, there was no hiding Sudbury in this. It was very much front and center and almost a character on the show. Being from Sudbury, and I mean, even if it's other people you talk to, what was the general vibe about all these different locations and hot spots and things like that being highlighted in a show like this? Oh, it was pretty cool to see, uh, you know, like you said, being from Sudbury and seeing like all these staples in the community uh, being, you know, given some spotlight. um, It's yeah, it's super cool to see and really cool to be a part of. Very cool. Our friend, awesome. She was one of the people who came up uh, last, uh, last weekend She's uh she said it was great meeting you at the game and thanks for agreeing to come on the podcast. Thank you, awesome, for <laughs> speaking on our behalf. Uh I have a friend on Discord who is big time shy and has some questions, so I'm asking for her. So here we go. These are questions from a listener's friend. <laughs> Can Go you ahead. talk about your tattoos? All right, let's talk about your tattoos. You're pretty inked up. Uh do you have any good stories for any of those tattoos? Um well, all both arms are done. It's all Greek mythology. So, like, my hands are like uh, Theseus cool. and the Minotaur. I've mm-hmm. got uh, Medusa on my forearm, and then my upper arms. I have Zeus on my right upper arm, and I got Hades on the left upper arm. It's um, amazing. What's your draw yeah. to that? I mean, I love Greek mythology. What's your draw just, to that? Same thing. I just have always liked Greek mythology. You know, Hercules growing up is probably one of my favorite yeah. cartoons. The stories are dark and badass. They are. Very cool. Uh, related question. Whose idea was it to have Frankie wearing short sleeves all the time? <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure it was the man with the master plan. It was uh, It was Kiso. Okay. And the, she also asked, would you mind sharing how you broke your tooth? But we now know the, the truth, truth to that, that it's, uh, it's actually fake. So thank you for that. And lastly, how much ice cream did you guys eat filming all the scenes with the drumsticks? <laughs> oh my God. The, the one day uh, in the dressing room scene, I swear to God, I must've had like five sticks. Oh my. <laughs> so no, because spit, like, no spit pa- oh, pail for you. Yeah, well, yeah, but you would have to like, start a new one at the beginning of the top of every scene right because right. To, in order to match the continuity sure so yeah there was some yeah there was, i was a little bit sick of sticks uh, <laughs> after uh by the end of it <laughs> yeah uh, one final question from awesome's uh um friend and this is more of a re- request apropos of nothing would you mind saying hi ali ray hi ali ray there you go. She can clip that now and, and use it as a ringtone, I guess, is what. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, cheating. Cheating. That's amazing. That's... <laughs> Max, what was what was the um the vibe on set with, like amongst the guys? Like, was there what was the relationship amongst you guys? We were all like true, like great friends on screen and off screen. Or is there any particular people that you really connected with, even between Letterkenny or Shorzy? Um everybody on shorezy was an absolute beauty i don't think um i don't think you could have asked for a better first meet and you know for a better first season with everybody that was there um uh dole and i have spent the most time together since uh since we wrapped up season one because we do a lot of snowboarding and stuff together oh cool um nice so i would i'd say that you know he's probably the one that I've had the most fun with just because we spent more time together, but uh, everybody, everybody on that show through and through is just uh, an absolute fantastic person. And it is all friends and camaraderie. It's awesome. That's amazing. Makes, makes going into work and especially those long days uh, that much better and easier. eh? Totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. What are your, uh, what it's is a, your, it's a lot of fun. What do your parents say about the, the work you're doing? Oh, uh, they, they love it. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't, I don't, uh, if you ask my mom, I don't think she's surprised that I managed to, managed to find my way, 
in front of a camera oh. for attention. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you know, her opinion's biased, so it doesn't really count. <laughs> Very good. Now you said you, you're you're headed to this uh, to Toronto soon to work on some other uh, productions. Can you talk about some of them? I'm not a hundred percent sure if I can. Mm. But, oh, uh, we'll just sidestep yeah. that then. Okay then. <laughs> <laughs> so let, let me shift that a bit. I mean, you, you've done a lot of crew work, it sounds like, and you're continuing to do that. But through Shores and Letterkenny, you've gotten some FaceTime. Are you exploring or looking or pursuing more on-camera, on-screen roles? Um, I wouldn't really say that I'm, like, actively pursuing it. Um, you know, I was very fortunate that Jared came up to me and offered me this role Mm -hmm. and uh obviously i took it if you know if my appearance or something uh tickles somebody in the right way where they think they would like to use me they can always reach out and i would go from there but for the most part i really do enjoy the technician side of it yeah fair enough so you'd be happy to just uh, continue doing that would you want to maybe try uh photography or, or directing at one you know one day or you're happy kind of being in the crew no, I'm happy doing what I'm doing for mm-hmm. sure. Very good. Uh, well, I mean, so what's, you know, you're basically now on a big part of two cult following shows. How does that feel? <laughs> um, to be honest, I'm not sure how to describe it. It's mm-hmm. still, it's still, um, still grasping at it. It's, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's, I'm, like I said, I'm just a guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was very fortunate to be, uh, right place, right time, right skill set. I don't know. It could be a whole compilation of things, but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah. Uh, it's groovy. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. One thing I love that when you talked about um, early on in that game that you played where you approached Jared and said, hey, why didn't you ask me to play hockey? I mean, that's a great example of never missing an opportunity. Even yeah. if it doesn't feel like one at the time, you just said, hey, I have something I can do. I'm in. And look, potentially where that's taken the, the rest of it. And it's, it's amazing. I'm so glad it did, mm-hmm. but you never miss those opportunities, right? Yeah. No, Wayne Gretzky said it best. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you never take. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's, that's one of the best uh, pieces of advice. Um, one last question for me. Um, who would you say is your best friend on Shorzy? Would it be Dolo? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'd say Dolo. You guys yeah. spend a lot of time together. Yeah. Do you yeah, think uh, him, him, him and uh, Andrew are both in Montreal? Mm-hmm. So I see, I've seen them more than uh, than I've seen Uncle Terry and right. The other boys. I did get out to go uh, golfing once with uh, Brandon this this summer, which was pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think uh, we could get Dolo on the podcast? Would he Would he come on? Oh, I'm sure he would. I don't have to write. I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I think we our listeners would love to to hear from him. Actually, we we will be hearing from him soon. Uh, you know, singing us or wrapping us off this episode here. But anyway, uh, Matt, do you have any final uh, questions? I mean, I, I just love what you guys do. I'm so glad where it's come. I mean, we we ask anyone comes on at some point. I mean, I assume you're a fan of like even Letterkenny in the verse. Do you have any favorite episodes or standout moments in the shows that have hit hit home with you? And either either show, Shorzy or Letterkenny. Um, the last episode of the first season of Shorzy, like when you know when we're playing the song, and it's you know it's an emotional yeah. time. Yeah. It definitely, yeah, it definitely, uh, definitely makes the hair on mm-hmm. uh, on your arm stand up, and you do get the tinglys for sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely, uh, you know that uh, that final game feeling is uh, something that you can't really replicate unless you've yeah. done it. Would you yeah, absolutely? Would you say that that's your most memorable uh, day on set for uh, either show, or are there others? I mean, I, the the slash, the original slash, mm. has to be probably one of the most memorable <laughs> days. Well, how can you forget? You got a bruise to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was Jared's reaction when he saw the bruise? Oh, he felt bad. I'm sure. <laughs> he, yeah, he he felt bad after he sent the stuff crust, but he he did feel bad. <laughs> Did you have any questions? Uh, I'm not 
entirely sure what you guys covered, but yeah. uh, thank you so much for coming out because yeah. um, all of our listeners are just uh, crazy fans that are, are just craving content, as much content as possible. So we really appreciate you coming out and mm-hmm. uh, talking with us. Um, oh, what was your like, is, is there any story that you want to share with us that we haven't asked you that was like a wow moment of like, like either a moment where you're like, I can't believe I'm here. Like, mm-hmm. I can't believe I'm doing this or, or like you or watching yourself on TV going, wow, that's me. Like you, you were kind of saying before you kind of, you were in the the background before and, and now you're front and center. Um, is, how's that feel? Um, man, what a, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> if it, it, it feels surreal. Yeah. It, it feels very surreal to be, um, to be where I am and the position that I'm in, uh, you know, with such a great team and like, just like I said, from top to bottom, everybody is just fantastic to deal with. Everybody's the best. And, you know, it just makes for, I guess, a easy transition as we continue forward with it. Yeah. It it must be just such an amazing ride. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, It it truly, it truly, truly is. That's awesome. One quick question. You talk about the the path forward and, and cut me off if I'm teetering into things I shouldn't be asking, but <laughs> we're on the assumption season two is going to be announced anytime soon. If you haven't seen a script or anything at this point, where do you see JJ's character going? Or where would you like to where see it in the like? future go? Based on what we know from yeah, season one. This is your chance to pitch a story to, to, to Jared. He'll he'll listen yeah, to this. Yeah. Pitch a story? Yeah. Put pitch yourself a story? in the script writer. Yeah. Oh man, I am not going to say anything. <laughs> you gotta watch this. Is, is, is it a is it a it's a fine tooth cog machine? You mm. know, I'm just yeah, I'm not uh nope. No, <laughs> nope. no, you don't wanna no I there's, don't blame there's a they, he's got a formula mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. uh you know uh it obviously works extremely well sure and uh i have nothing to say yeah that's very, <laughs> fair very, enough so yes. then let, let me let me go back then and ask <laughs> so when you first no i'm not i'm not prying into season no. two don't no. worry I, I know i know you i get it um when you first heard and you said that you, you and jerry was talking about shorzy for a while when you first heard the concept of a shorzy spinoff show based on knowing what shorzy was in letter kenny oh yeah like, what was your take on that? Because we've always like, how oh, how is this going to work? He was so one dimensional in Letterkenny, and I love what it's become. But like, did you? What was some of the thought? I mean, even amongst crew and whatever, like, were you guys like, what, how, or did you just have trust in the process? You know what? Um, I told Jared on like season three of Letterkenny, I was like, man, it's you know, you, it's so cool to be a part of because. You know, to have like the creator, the showrunner, he goes out of his way to say hi, good morning, how was your weekend, shakes everybody's hand. And it's just anything that he puts his passion into, I think will do well. And I've told him that since the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he, like I said, when we were talking about Shores, he has just an idea. He said, we're going to make the best hockey show ever made. And I just, you know, Love. trust, trust the process. Man. So far, yeah. so good. Love. Yeah. And Great I mean, fucking answer yeah. and with no Thank insider you. knowledge at all. It, when they announce uh, future seasons of Shorzy, <laughs> it's going to be the world's worst surprise because we're, we're all expecting it. We're all waiting for it. It's going to happen. We know, but it will be still a very, very pleasant <laughs> surprise. No, we, I said, we have no insider knowledge, but it would be pretty, you know, pretty dumb of bell not to, to, to sign you guys for the next I, 10 I years. Would, I would totally agree. So we're just waiting. We're just waiting. I mean, and we're going to enjoy season 11 of Letter Kenny uh, coming yeah. out next week. And, um, you know, and then hopefully by then we'll hear of next season of Shorzy. Yeah. Al, did I, I you wouldn't want... be surprised if you hear something Go soon. Ahead. I don't know, though. Nope. Nice. Al, Al, did you want to share your theory? Because Al's had some pretty big theories of where well, the Well, I don't want to put him in in, in the position of, of saying, <laughs> well, that's, uh, I mean, of him lying. Because I know I'm right. <laughs> I know I'm right. But. <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's hear it. You know, now I'm interested. I'm listening. Well, in I think it's like episode two of Shorzy. Uh, there's like the line Quebec never forgets. And if you mm-hmm. ask me personally, I don't think JJ Frankie JJ has gotten his comeuppance yet from from the Bobby Clark slash in Letter Kenny. So I think this whole thing of of uh, you not uh, being a no show in that last game. 
That was all part of the plan. And it isn't your plan. It's it's LeBeouf's plan. She's the one orchestrating this whole thing. And it's all about Nadeau, LeBeouf, and you getting back at Shorzy. And that's that's what I think is happening here. I think it's Quebec getting back at Shorzy. It's not a bad theory. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad theory. <laughs> He's... He's really banking on it. He's, he's I, banking I, on a license plate no, right at this point. I have no, I have no answers. <laughs> no, I know you don't. Not no, but uh, uh, Matt wanted me to to embarrass myself by yeah, bringing yeah. it up. So there I you go. Put you on the spot. That's, that's a that's a good theory, man. Thank that's you. A really good theory. Thanks. So we'll see if it happens. Anyway, Max, you've been amazing. Thank you so much. You've given us uh, almost an hour of your time, or more than an hour of your time. We really appreciate it, um, and we we can't wait to see what you guys do next on Shorzy. And you know. Love to have you back on maybe, you know, uh, in season five of Shorzy. We'll have you back on. How does that sound? <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> That's great. Any uh, any last comments from you, Max? Like any any shout outs, anything you want to mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Is there up? anything you want to promote for sure? Uh, well, I got to give a shout out to uh, my guys at One Bone. They keep me fresh with all my <laughs> T-shirts and jackets. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, their, their stuff's good. Made in Canada, in Montreal. They're, uh, they're great. Nice. Okay. And uh, if you want people to follow you, uh, what's the best place to, to follow you? Instagram. Instagram. Max Buffard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Great. Okay. And as promised, I'm going to play us off here with Feel Blessed by Joe Dolo. I already had a loaded. <laughs> L. And that's all we have for this episode. Don't forget to give our sponsor, Diabolical Coffee, some love. They are at diabolicalcoffee.com. Right now, you can use a promo code PROTOSTAND for 20% off any purchase from their site. If you'd like to support the podcast, rate us on iTunes, Spotify, or become a patron. There's a Patreon link on our site or Twitter profile at PROTOSTANDPOD. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Hive Social now. Thank you for joining us. Now we're going to go have some sticks with our new buddy, Max. And on behalf of Matt, Tanya, Victor, who didn't make it, myself, and Max, thank you for listening. Have a great week.